The expressed views of the following podcast are those of the hosts and theirs exclusively. They do not represent the views of our sponsors. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your gracious and humble host, Nick Stevenson. Is your house haunted? No, not by ghosts and goblins. I'm talking about insects and rodents. It doesn't have to be Halloween for critters to make your house a spooky place to be. If you have these unwanted guests, you already know what I'm going to tell you. There's only one man to call, and that is Stephen Terry at Stephen Terry Pest Elimination. Talk to anybody that's hired Stephen, and they're going to tell you the same thing. The man gets the job done. Say goodbye to those unwanted visitors, because once you call Stephen Terry, they ain't coming back. Monthly mosquito treatments, fire ant treatment, flea treatment, DIY kits, and so much more. Don't waste your time with the guys who knock while you're trying to have dinner with your family or the guys calling at the worst times of day. You get on the phone and you call 713-477-0047. And make sure you tell them that Nick from the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast sent you. If it's scary, call Stephen Terry. Live from the Stephen Terry Pest Elimination Studio, this is the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. Smells like a gym bag. It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now, introducing the best damn podcast crew in the biz, here's your host, Nick Stevenson. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening or watching in the world. Welcome to episode 60 of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Nick Stevenson. The queen of podcasts, Naomi Richardson, is in the building. Hey, hey. The bearded producer is behind the ones and twos at the upscale roofing producer's desk. What it is. What's going on, fella? And we have a very special guest in the building, Miss Janu Alicia. I almost said Ia, but I caught myself right at the end. Janu Alisa. Uh, Janu is a fellow podcaster, part of a member of Pod Houston. Shout out to them. She's Ooh. also a stage performer, an actress, and uh, she's here to talk to us about her creative soul. So what you're saying is she has the most combined talent in this room as of right now. <laughs> well, by the end of I this episode, it. by the end of this episode, we just might find out because yes. we're going to, uh, <laughs> we're going to be testing the amount of talent in this room at some point. <laughs> but, um, Janu, thank you so much for being here. It's been a long time coming. First thank of all, I'm a very big fan of your podcast. Yay. Thank you so much for having me and asking me on. We have literally been talking about this for, for a long time. A year. Like, like, like ever like, since, <laughs> ever since I, yeah, ever since I started, um, Bot Houston. Yeah, same. <laughs> or started hanging. Yeah. You're one of the first podcasts that I listen to. So your podcast is entitled uh, Ranting Through Life, Life Hacks of the Create for the Creative Soul. It's Yes. Okay. It's almost as long as our name. <laughs> say, say, say it one more time. Life, I should Life Hacks for the Creative Soul. For the Creative Soul. Okay. Yeah. I am I am here for this topic. I am oh, here right now. Absolutely. <laughs> and what's so impressive about Janua, she does the show by herself. Like she doesn't have the awesome crew that we have. Yeah. Again, more talent in the room. Than <laughs> yeah. yeah, she does I, the whole thing by herself. So um, I'm a big fan of the show. I listen to it um, every time you put out an episode. You were on hiatus for a little while. Uh, but her latest episode is out now. So you guys go check it out and um, and, get, and show some love. And um, we're going we're gonna to have some fun today. We're going to help them fall in love with you so they go check out your podcast. And maybe some of your... Uh, fans followed you over to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. So welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? 
Just real quick, guys, I want to remind you of the ways you can support the Smells Like Middle Age Spirit podcast. You can buy merch at the Spirit Swag Store. Uh, it is spiritswagstore.com. We have T-shirts in there for as low as 20 bucks. Um, we got the fresh gear that my man uh, Josh Beard is wearing right now. It's a little more than 20 bucks, but not too much more. It's so nice oh, looking. So yeah, and that. it's very comfortable. Very yeah. comfortable. So you guys go check out the merch store. We got a lot of cool stuff in there. Uh, we got bikinis and all kinds of things. We blankets. Got, you know, I'm some excited about blankets. the blankets. <laughs> Everything is in there. And um, it's all, you know, it's all going to, all anything you buy is going to just help support the show so we can keep uh, putting content out. And then if you look in the description of either the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to, you will see a link to our tip jar. And you can leave us just the tip. And anything, once again, that you send there is very much appreciated. And um, like I said, this is going to keep coming here so we can put out more good content for you guys. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully you've already subscribed. And please like. Uh, join us in the chat. Um, we, we love interacting with you guys. That's one of the main reasons that we went live, because we wanted to be able to interact with everybody. And um, speaking of which, um, the Upscale Roofing Spirit Line is also available to you if you guys want to interact with us in the middle of the show. That Spirit Line is 832-835-3141. Ozeal. If anybody wants to call, (laughs) (laughs) um, we're going to have some audience participation in this show, actually. We're going to give you guys an opportunity to win some free uh, coffee, which I've been told is going to be available to us tomorrow. And uh, so we're going to give you guys some free cold brew and a t-shirt. You'll have a chance to win that later, but you have to call the Spirit Line in order to do that. So going to be good um what i learned from last week i was not here and what i learned oh here we go is that you motherfuckers are dangerous man y'all did an excellent (laughs) job (laughs) see i was hoping you would say y'all don't need me but we will take dangerous as an acceptable no y'all are dangerous i like dangerous dangerous. i'll take dangerous i like you guys did a fantastic job i was very 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 happy and very entertained um with the show so um yeah, you like guys Michael Jackson dangerous or like actual dangerous? Like, yeah, Michael Jackson dangerous. That's what I'm talking sure. about. Yeah, yes. you guys, you guys were good. I enjoyed it. All right, so let's get Naomi's headlines before we get to know our guest and uh, put her talent to the test. <laughs> headlines. Headlines. All right, all right. I would be remiss uh, if I did not mention this first and foremost, the thing that everyone is, the world is talking about right now, and it is the shit show going on on the other side of the world right now. Uh, The war in Ukraine has entered its second week, leaving the country reeling from an unprovoked attack by Russia, reports uh, Bloomberg. Despite a United Nations vote to end the fighting immediately, Russian forces continue to bombard Ukrainian cities, including their key port. Russian President Vladimir Putin reiterated to the President of France that he will not stop the attack until the current Ukrainian government is ousted. Ukrainian President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky appealed again to Putin to stop the war and negotiate, while the U.S. issued more sanctions against Russia's elites, isolating the country further from global economic stage. In a week where nothing has felt certain, one thing has become clear, a major humanitarian tragedy is unfolding in Europe with nearly a million people um, having already fled Ukraine and millions more to follow. Um, That is just a heartbreaking story over there. And uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Look, look, this is America and we have the freedom that sometimes I think we take for granted. And you have the freedom to say whatever you want. But if you're not parking, look, I'm, we can come back to Let's Go Brandon later. But if you're not parking Let's Go Brandon for right now and saying fuck Vladimir Putin, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Cause, fuck you, Putin. Yeah, I mean, at this t- <laughs> at this point in time, like, 
freedom is on the line. And I think you decided next week we should probably talk a little bit more about that. I, I, yeah, I think that would be great. Yeah, for sure. Um, in local news, after reintroducing flights at Bush Intercontinental Airport in 2021, Southwest Airlines is now moving to expand its footprint at Hobby. Um, so right down the road from us, with the help of a $20 million boost approved by Houston City Council uh, earlier today. The Texas-based airline will construct seven new gates at Hobby's West Concourse, an estimated $250 million undertaking that will take roughly five years to complete, reports cron.com. So that's super exciting. Um, Cain Velasquez, a former UFC heavyweight champion, was arrested Monday on multiple gun assault charges after authorities said that he fired a pickup truck, fired at a pickup truck carrying a man accused of sexually abusing a four-year-old family member. This is one of Velasquez's four-year-old family members. Uh, Velasquez, who's 39, is a two-time former UFC heavyweight champion and is considered one of the top heavyweight fighters of all time. Uh, he had his court appearance today, and about 100 people wearing T-shirts that read Free Kane showed up uh, in, in support of him. Now, I'm sorry. If you are a two-time heavyweight world champion fighter, uh, and I found out that my four-year-old family member was sexually assaulted, like, you bet your ass I am coming after your truck. Like, you going yeah. down, motherfucker. Period. He, sh- he shot at it with a gun? Yes, with a gun. Yeah. It's funny, like... And I can't say I'm mad about it, but when it comes to, like, child molesters, people really don't care about the law. <laughs> like, I, it's I mean, 100% against the law. You care about the law in those cases? The actual law. Yeah, because nine truth. times, because, for example, that person is out right now on bond, and he does not have a bond. Tell yeah. me what's wrong with but that. But no, that's, yeah. that's the problem. That is the law. Like, yeah. So, and that's why people don't have a problem breaking it, because this, the system's just kind of screwed up, man. It is. Yeah, yeah. I... I that you hit the nail on the head. People don't yeah. mind um, breaking the firing, law. Firing at a car, at a vehicle, when your life is not in danger is 100% illegal. And if he did it to anyone else, people would be like, oh, you shouldn't do that. But the fact that the car had a child molester in it, people were like, eh. eh. <laughs> I wish you would have hit, <laughs> him, hit him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So we'll see what happens with Mr. Kane Velasquez. And, did, you, uh, did you nail your fucking headlines again? That's I what did, I'm talking with the about. help of my my amazing team there. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, today's headlines are going to be brought to you by Upscale Roofing. We're going to take a quick break while you hear that ad, and then we will get to know our guest, Janu Alisa, and we're going to have a good time. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for tuning into the show. Real quick. Something special has happened. Now, last season, I told you all about how Larry Showalter of Ellen and Roofing is the consummate professional, offers you service with a smile, treats you like family, and gives back to his community. Well, guess what? Larry has teamed up with our man, Stephen Terry, and his family, and they have created a dyad in the force. Ellen and Roofing is now upscale roofing, and it is the premier roofing company in the state of Texas. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I believe in these guys that much. Sponsorship be damned. I know these guys personally, and I know how much it means to them to provide the best experience when dealing with issues with your roof, issues you may not even know you have. So how about you call Upscale Roofing today and schedule your free roof inspection? The number to call is 281-930-7368. That's 281-930-7368. Tell Larry, Stephen, and the guys that Nick from Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast sent you Upscale Roofing. Our quality is through the roof. Yay, yay. Yeah, you guys give Upscale Roofing a call. 
you're gonna get a free roof inspection like why would you not call them like you never know what yep. could be going on yep. with your roof so give them a call and uh steven larry and his son ethan they're gonna hook you up yep and i had a friend uh recently who's an insurance agent and he said you know what if you call um and try to make a claim on your with your homeowner's insurance on your roof, and then that doesn't go through, that claim will stay on your record for five years. So go ahead and call a roofing inspector first. Get yeah. the inspection done. See if there's a legitimate claim there, and then go from there. Absolutely. Boom. For sure. For sure. All right, Jenna, what's up? How's what's it going? Up? I'm glad you're here. We're having a good time so far? Yeah. You, you comfortable? Okay. Yeah. Um, I was nervous <laughs> about, you know, every time people come on our show, like, obviously what we do is different from a lot of podcasts. Um, somebody who actually is a member of this show, said that we're not a real podcast. And I kind of took offense to that. Wait. I bet you did. Why? <laughs> what does that even mean? Is that you have my, what's a real Yeah, the person's not here right now. <laughs> oh, okay. That's uh, well, to be fair, he didn't say we're not a real co- po- podcast. I to you on Spotify. That makes you a real podcast. Absolutely. You're Bring talking. that mic in a little bit closer to you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like, ah. ooh. <laughs> okay, don't hit her with it. I, you said... Get close Real to kissing close. it, but you didn't say I had to like make out with the mic. I didn't know it was that kind of podcast. True, true, right, right. Just, oh. It's the OnlyFans, isn't it? It's, it, is. it, it, goes it rubbed off. I'm really <laughs> sorry. I did not mean to hit you in the face with the mic. For those of you who are listening, I'm abused. For those of you who are listening, you need the theater of the mind. Uh, I just smacked our guest with the microphone. Um, Violence. <laughs> no, I get, I get nervous. It wasn't necessarily. He didn't say we're not a real podcast. He just said. Um, that the podcast he was doing before was a real podcast. So I felt like <laughs> that insinuated. <laughs> I felt like that insinuated that we're not. But I mean, I understand. We do a lot of things different and it's cool. But um, well, we're going to have a good time. And podcast. They're all so different. Yeah. Like y'all's podcast is nothing like my podcast. My right. podcast is nothing like Ozeal's podcast. Ozeal's yeah. podcast is nothing like any of the movie podcasts I'm obsessed with. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, and shout out to Ozeal, um, who relaunched his podcast, No Permission Needed. He talked about that when he was on the show with us. Um, I think our boy... Um, Did you say boy? Prescott Kelly is in the... Uh, boy. Our boy. Our boy. B-O-I. B-O-I. <laughs> uh, I believe Prescott's got, he said he's working today, but shout out to him. I've been checking out a lot of podcasts recently from the pod, uh, Houston group, and there's some really good ones out there. Um, his is Chopping It Up with P. Scott. He does a sports podcast. Really, really good. Really, he's really good. He's definitely in Excellent. the chat. Is he there? And I hope my boy Snapback T of the Aftermath might be in the chat, too. He said he's going to check it out. Look, that's a great group, a great community of people. I'm so blessed to be a part of it. I'm not in insider yet yes <laughs> keep saying yeah where I'm not are an you insider like, yet where are you but i'm not an outsider what's in between like and i'm not an between? insider but i'm not an outsider switzerland. You're switzerland. That's a wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> i'm in i'm in purgatory i guess like i don't know <laughs> but um no thank you so much for coming um i think that our audience is really going to enjoy your personality your bubbliness and um so I have this is the first actress Oh that we've God. had on the podcast. And, um, <laughs> it's, let me ask you this, because I called you an actress, and Josh said that we should call you a performer. Which which do you prefer to go by? I prefer actor, actually, because I don't like to put the S. Actor is for a man only. That's not no. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I do prefer actress, though. <laughs> actress? Okay. Um, yes, but a woman I can am be a an actor. performer, or, but I, um, I like to say that I'm a multifaceted creative, but I... I focus. I fo- that I can't even say the words. I focus <laughs> like my focus is in uh, acting and yeah. performing arts. That's but cool. 
Yeah. You know what I'm digging? You're really excited because you're definitely louder than you were on your sound check. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm glad. But I'm glad. No, it's cool. I get in the moment. I'm glad you're excited. We're ready <laughs> I to go. I told you I project. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'm having fun. So uh, let's get to know you a little bit, a little bit about what you do. Uh, I think we're going to get into a little bit of movie debate, which we love on this show. Absolutely. And um, <laughs> and then we're going to play a little trivia game. Once again, guys, when we play that trivia game, we'll need two callers uh, to help us out. And um, we're going to give away some merch. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. So let me start with Janu. Um, you were born in Colorado. You didn't tell me what city, though. Aurora, right outside of Denver. I was okay. born in Aurora, Colorado. Isn't that um, where Columbine happened? Uh, no, that uh, was where the movie theater. Oh, happened. the movie like, theater. Okay, yeah. they're just. I'm sorry, oh, that was the movie God. theater. <laughs> anyway, um, Aurora, just, cool. Um, but it's you told me that you moved around a lot. <laughs> so where do you consider yourself? Like, if you say born and raised, like if you're throwing up your set, where do you consider? <laughs> where do you consider uh, yourself from? Um, definitely a gypsy soul, but I would say that home is for sure like New Orleans. Like okay. that's where All I spent right. like my childhood. Um, okay. until I think now, I think I finally am getting close to like living in Houston as long as I lived in New Orleans. Okay. So I lived in New Orleans until I was 10. Uh, and so, so for like most of like the first 10 years of my life, I was yeah. in New Orleans and then like visited a lot. Um, so yeah, so it's just New Orleans and everywhere me- else was not <laughs> long enough. Yeah. You told me you lived in six states. So what six states did you live in? I was born in Colorado. Apparently I live, oh, states. Apparently I lived in Texas when I was like a baby, but like not for very long. Okay. Um, then New Orleans, mm-hmm. then California, mm-hmm. then Maryland, wow, then New York, and back in Texas. Okay, so you've been to all the coasts all right. and yeah. <laughs> and in between. Okay, cool, cool. So and what I've was- visited a lot? Of, like I visited most of the South at some point, and a lot of like yeah, yeah. So. so right now, people listening might be thinking to themselves, like, what was going on in her life? Um, why'd you move around so much? Uh, well, when I was a kid, I think it had, like, when I was, like, before, like, like, I know I left Colorado because of issues with my parents. Right. And so my mom had to, to, like, make sure that, uh, my dad couldn't be found. I was about to say, uh, right, right. Uh, yeah. So, so I know yeah, that's I why how we ended up in New Orleans. Yeah. I didn't um, know how much you wanted to get into that dynamic, but I. That's I was all gonna, I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but then after that, like my mom was pretty much the performing arts theater star and of New Orleans for a very long time, most of my childhood. Yeah. Like everyone in the theater community knew her and all this kind of stuff. She hosted um, Louisiana Jukebox, which was a show all about, like, the stuff happening in in Louisiana. And so when her, like, film and television career started, that's why we moved to California. Right. And then I think we moved back here. Like, we when I lived in Texas the as a kid, um, the second time, I've lived in Texas three times. Oh, wow. I've lived in Houston twice. Okay. So in, like, middle school, I was in Houston. Okay. And my mom moved here for love. Did you go to Watkins Junior High? No, I went okay. to Grady. I went to, <laughs> to Grady. Grady. Okay, it's I'm... like on San Felipe. I think it's still called Grady. Okay. We were like the alligators or something. Aw. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not the gators, the alligators. <laughs> oh, I think it was the gators. You're right. It was, the it was like the GG 
you know, like the, the Grady Gators okay. or something like that. Um, and it then we moved to Maryland for, for, for love for my mom, too. And it was New York was my first move for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved there because I was going to go to school there. And then I couldn't afford to go to school. But, you know, New York's yeah. nice. Yeah. Like, a lot of I people. just stayed there for three years. There's a lot of people with that problem. I couldn't imagine paying for school and paying to live in New York. That's yeah. That's got to be insane. Yeah. So your mom is an actress. What's her name? Does she have like an IMDb profile? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you guys can't spell it. I, I can try. Uh, <laughs> uh, her name is Falene Harris-Tate. Uh, it's spelled F-A-H-N-L-O-H-N-E-E. Uh, we'll have so, to replay that yeah. over and over until we get <laughs> it. Saying, yeah. like, so she has an IMDb has like so profile? so many H's like, that are silent. Like, <laughs> like the okay. language is wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said she's been in some things. So like if we looked her up. Would she have an IMDb profile? Yeah, okay. For sure. Cool. <laughs> what, what are some of those movies? Do we happen to know them? Yeah. Ray, uh, Runaway Tur- Jury, Skeleton Key. She's the only smart lady in Skeleton Key. <laughs> was uh, she one of the women who Ray touched her wrist? She was the O'Johnny girl. So she's the one. Oh, the jo- that's. Dude, you look like her. <laughs> yeah, I do. She was the old Johnny girl. Me, like I came out of her. Like wow. I, I definitely look like that her. is insane. You guys go watch Ray tonight. You're gonna have to wait like yeah, a good so hour for the old Johnny girl. And residuals, and then maybe she'll like give me a cut. I'll be like, yo. So I put you Damn, on. Like, for I'm real. <laughs> Absolutely, y'all go check that out. That was a great Super movie. Super cool. Okay, man, that's awesome. I'm glad I didn't ask you that yesterday because I was very surprised to hear that um (laughs) so you have any siblings yes um my sister lives in florida i have um other siblings from my dad as well i just don't know them as well that um i like them i just don't i'm not as close to them i grew up with so he sold he sold his oats yeah i have i think okay so i have two sisters for sure that i know that were actually his and they're cool. One's a nurse. I don't know what the other one does. Um, and then uh, he said that there's like a child. So when I moved up east, like when I moved up east, like he was like, oh, be careful who you date there because I have a son that's like oh, around right. the age. Oh. Like, that and is I'm just so like, scary. Thanks for the warning. I'm like, that's so <laughs> weird. So, like, everybody who shot their shot, you were like, uh-uh, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> like, I don't know. No. Let's do a 23andMe real quick. That's hilarious. I want to do those, yeah. Yeah, we should do that for the show, I for think sure. I so, yeah. For sure. So, your mom is an actor, actress. Mm-hmm. Um, what does your, any of your other siblings, are they in the arts? My sister is a wonderful dancer, but she doesn't do it. Okay. So. She's, like, a brilliant dancer. Like. Was, was your mother your first inspiration? Uh. Yeah, for sure, because, like, even when I tell the story of when I decided, like, oh, this is the only thing I want to do with my life, right. um, it was literally, like, she was in this play called Masterclass, and my mom's an opera singer, so she, like, that's how, like, she started. She always wanted to be an opera singer, and she was doing that for so long, and then she was doing this play called Masterclass, where this lady is, like, this teacher is doing a master class and she was like one of the the people and my mom sung all very beautiful. I was like six, y'all. Right. And so she sung so beautiful. And then this lady like yells at her and I'm like, 
I just started crying in the audience, and they had to pull me out of the theater. Oh, and like so after like the scene, I guess was done. Like my mom like ran down to the hallway, and she was like, "No, like she was just acting." And like even I remember I was like six, and even at the cast party, I was like so mad at that lady, and she was like so nice, but I was just so mad at her. Uh, Yeah, I was like, "How dare you make my mother cry?" I feel that I would have been mad. That's insane. But then I started performing, I think either later that year or the next year or something. I did Once in This Island for Dillard University, and I was like Little T-Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I only remember like one afternoon show or something where like there was a whole bunch of nuns or something in the audience or like, I don't know, maybe it was a school. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so but you I just were, remember were you young a whole bunch point? of nuns. Yeah, I was like six. Okay. okay. And like, there's like a whole bunch of nuns and like, I was supposed to start talking and I just started crying and I just like ran off the stage <laughs> and like, then they were like, no, it's okay because like the storm happened. You're supposed to be crying anyways. And, but like, it. you know, I yeah. never stopped acting, but I just remember <laughs> that first moment of like my anxiety getting me. And I don't even think it was the first show. I just know there was a whole bunch of nuns and I, maybe I felt judged by nuns. I don't know what happened. Judged by nuns? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like, that would never happen. <laughs> that would make me cry. So yeah. Not I mean, really. No. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like nuns and I love all you Catholics love you, but like their churches, they're kind of scary. Like. Very dark, dead Jesus is everywhere. Hey, Ominous know. music. I can get other into that. Other things. <laughs> What's that? I said other things. Oh yeah. Well, we won't go there. Oh, but okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> that's no. you basically just described like my biggest fear: being on a stage <laughs> in front of people, and yeah. basically that's where it ends. Yeah, just anything, anything. I literally yeah. get on a stage in front of people every week. You know, like, I, right I overshare every week because I forget that <laughs> this is now on the internet forever for anyone to listen to. So if you know me in real life, <laughs> just, yeah, just let it go. Let it go. Forget you ever heard it. <laughs> um, no, I, <laughs> I, I know the feeling of. Remember when we first started podcasting, um, me and my brother-in-law, we like froze up big time and I've been on stage as a kid and Apollo so falls, baby. <laughs> no, as, as a young, young kid, I used to get up and talk in front of people at church and it is scary. Like, but I kind of, I guess people told me I had a natural ability and it sounds like you kind of did too. Like, obviously it was probably passed down from your mother. So at age six, you have vague memories of doing that. What were some of the challenges? Because you moved around a lot. Um, were you able to be in your school plays during elementary, junior high, high All school? All the way until like junior high, for sure. And then high school, I, tr- I auditioned for like one or two things. And no, one thing, it got canceled. And then I just did acting outside like I did training outside of school because at my school in Bowie didn't have like a good program like I don't know like I don't yeah if it did I don't remember I remember being a kid and I think my first my first moment on stage well I mean it it ended up being fine I whenever I was that young like to me it didn't I don't know. All the lights are on you. You couldn't see anyone. I wasn't nervous that time. (laughs) The one and only time. But I had the end of the school play where I had a long solo. And to me, I was just doing what my teacher told me to do. And afterwards, everyone was like, 
I didn't know you could sing. And oh my gosh, Aww. like you were, da, 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 da. and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like <laughs> I just, it, yeah, yeah. So, but I think about that now and I think about how terrified it would be. And I don't even know how that happened. Oh I yeah. I, um, <laughs> you could have like, been a rock star now. <laughs> you probably no. could have. <laughs> I'll stick to groupie. <laughs> you needed the right instructor or like the right teacher because like, um, one of the things I do is like I help with an after school program with like these kids and like oh. they do go through that and right. you're just like no like what I love it because like when they do the auditions getting them to go back and like being like no just that because you hooked up that one time does not mean it's <laughs> over and I'm like oh I guess like people did this to me like when I was younger and like that yeah. kind of stuff yeah. kids are mean and it's like scary it's, but, hard. it's hard to get up but and, they weren't and even be vulnerable mean. they were just so like they just hadn't done it before. And, yeah. like, the other kids weren't mean to them or anything like that. Yeah. They just, you, you know, know, you build it their up. head. Exactly. You build it up so much, and then yeah. it's, you're, you're just kind of like, you don't know how to express that or deal yeah. with that. And, and so it's overwhelming. I guess I was different. I was a ham when I was a kid. Uh, we all know that you're different, <laughs> Nick. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I wanted to be in front of people, and I would get up at the family parties and be the one dancing and singing. Yeah. It was just, I, I mean... I don't know. It was just, for me, my, my mom used to say I, w- I was a ham. And I guess that's, I mean, I podcast now. I was so. going to say, it still holds true. <laughs> still yeah. I mean, obviously, I feel like people should be looking and listening. So that's 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 crazy. So when you were a kid, other than your mother, like, who were some of your inspirations in acting and film and? Creatives. I didn't. Yeah, who were your, uh, cre- there you go. I didn't realize, creatives. like that until I was older, I don't think I realized as much that like I realized people were acting. Don't get me wrong. And I had actors that like I liked, like Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I thought that much because like my mom was in my life in my house and I spent so much time like behind the stage, like in the theater and stuff like that. It was like I don't know. I don't know if I thought of it the same until yeah, I like yeah. started actually like studying it. That makes and sense. And studying what yeah. they're doing and like it was like normal to you. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. something that you look yeah. at and be like, wow. Yeah. yeah. I get so it. it's like I there's so many people that I like love, like Viola Davis and Meryl Streep and like yeah. the ones that we love. Yeah, <laughs> um yeah. and then there's like people that you don't even think that you love until like later in life. Like I didn't realize how much I love the acting that happened in Friends until people, I think I was telling you this the other day, where it's just like, they don't make sitcoms like they used to, and they don't make shows like they used to. And like, even with comedy, like, it gets a bad rap, but with comedy, it's so much harder than to to do something serious, I think. Yeah, comedic acting acting is hard. Because it's timing, and it's like, I don't mm-hmm. know. It just seems so much, so much. More and you know pure. the you know the punchline, but you still have to sell it. Yeah. Like, so it's it's tough, it's tough. Um. So I'm guessing Friends is your favorite show. One of the many. <laughs> yeah. One of the many. One of the many. <laughs> <laughs> a good sitcom. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a good sitcom. Sure, a good rom com. Sure. I'm here so for it. So you um, what what were your, I guess your favorite movies? The stuff you looked at and was like, I want to do that. Ooh. Favorite TV shows, growing up. Uh, oh, girl, yeah, like, what, I love you told friends. me you were fr- started watching Friends when you were eight. 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. So did my daughter. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like, not think, a show for eight year olds. But I didn't have cable, and like except when I like went over to my friend's house or something. It's like I watched movies. I also watched right. Vampire in Brooklyn when I was like a kid. Oh. You were like the, the cable guy. <laughs> you were raised by oh, TV. God. <laughs> like Vampire in Brooklyn. Uh, like yeah. the Bodyguard movies that I should not have probably yeah. seen when I was a kid. Brown Sugar. Oh my! Freaking yeah. amazing. It's a good movie. Oh, Sinai Lathan. Love her. Like <laughs> she was. She was. I think the person that I like looked at and was just like, I wanted her career because like she had like the, she was like the rom-com person, but she was just also like, no one knew anything about, like I didn't, well, maybe people know stuff about her, but I know I didn't know diddly squat about her. Like, and I'm like, that's what I want. I want to be a good actor. I want people to love and respect my career. And I also don't mind if like no one's standing outside my window stalking me. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's a scary thought. For real, yeah. like for I, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. It's no. a fine line. Like how I think about that when it comes to this show. Like we want it to be big, but how big? Like yeah. do we really want it to be big? Yeah, for real. Like and you know, it it must be difficult for um, a person you know that's studying the arts and they want to get bigger, and then you can't control how at a certain point, get. like how big you get or what blows up and you, I mean, whatever you're dealt with, that's what you have to deal with. So that, yeah, yeah, that, that would be really difficult. And still be able to work and like function and and have a life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So you, you in your podcast, you like to encourage a lot of people to unleash the creativity because I think you would probably agree that when you're a kid, you have an imagination. You think anything's possible and like life just beats the hell out of you to the point where in honestly life becoming an adult people encourage you to stop having an imagination which is ridiculous <laughs> i agree with you 100% <laughs> it's impossible so it's impossible how what, what were some of the challenges you faced as you started getting older you know you say i'm a kid oh i want to be an actor i want to be in movies like when you start to get older some people obviously your mother wouldn't tell you this but in some corners, people are like, oh, you need to get a real job. Yeah, right. You're going to be an actress. Like, there's probably a lot of that pressure. And sometimes we put that pressure on ourselves. We think, oh, at this point in my life, I should be doing this. So how did you hold on to your dream and hold on to your, your imagination and your creativity? I think being able to see personally that it was very possible. Like, my grandmother's a missionary and has been a teacher her whole life, but also she's a musician who's been playing piano for people like her whole life. I love and that my dichotomy. Mom's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. been an actor. She was an opera singer. She was like, I want to be an opera singer, became the opera singer. I was like, I want to be an actor. So I'm like, well, I've never seen it where I say, like I haven't had that experience that a lot of people sadly do have where someone's telling me like, I can't do it. And it's right. like the people that are telling me that I can't do it, I'm like, well, fuck you. It doesn't really matter right. what you say. Yeah. I've seen people do it. Yeah. I don't know you. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, then don't watch me do it or do and be mad. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So like, since, since that's your experience, do you feel like you have kind of like a duty to keep other people's creativity alive? Yes. Especially because, like you said, once you, like, grow up, your your mind, like, grows up and life happens and you go through experiences and traumas and all this kind of stuff that kind of does like weigh you down or you you know you see things where it's like oh you know like I just now started seeing this person on tv it must have happened overnight or someone who is doing the things that you want it's like 
And then you start researching people and you're like, oh, you've been doing this for like 20 years and it just now happened or something like that. And for me, like especially with my podcast, I do like to focus on the mental health aspects of the creator as well. Because I've been like battling anxiety since I was 14. I think as a kid, but I like realized it as like really bad like when I was about 15 I just would get these anxiety attacks like all the time and like though the few times that it's like less likely is being able to be on stage and then with anxiety you feel like lonely with it and then being able to talk to other people and other creatives and all this kind of stuff I realized oh wait you're experiencing this thing that I'm experiencing (laughs) too like I'm not alone not alone and then, so when I stumbled across podcasts a few years ago, right. um, then I was like, oh, wait, like, wait, people are actually just like talking into the thing. And it's like, I could do this. Yeah. I don't know what I would talk about, but I could do this. And then, <laughs> I'll find something to talk about. Yeah. And then it was like three years later, I was like, okay, I'm starting a podcast. And if you guys have ever listened to my first podcast, it's messy. Janu, I find it hilarious <laughs> that you thought you wouldn't have something to talk about. Like, to me, that's funny because like I know you can talk, and you're good. Like like I said, you do the podcast by yourself. What was your first podcast called? Uh, <laughs> Rants of a podcast. It was like Rants of a dot 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 podcast. Yes, I was, okay. That's when I first started listening to you. Oh. That's still up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, you guys check that out too. Um, I love starting. Sounds I, weird, but I, yes. it's funny that you brought that up because <laughs> my next question was going to be what made you start podcasting, but like. Just really it. quick. Yeah, I love when I find, you know, like I said, I've been finding a lot of podcasters from the Pod Houston group. I love going and listening to their early stuff. Like if they have, I mean, some of these podcasts have hundreds of episodes. I'm going to go to episode one first. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear the first episode. And then I want to hear their most recent next, like, so you can see the growth and development. Like if you do that with our podcast, like, first of all, you're going to hear something way different. It's going to be a completely different podcast. Yeah. yeah it's a very different show than um, you than guys started be, out yeah. as, especially because um, you did start with like the two people. And then like, it's funny because like listening, you hear, uh, like when you come in, cause I already like, I already knew that you guys started all this, like started this <laughs> process already and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it was funny when I like finally got back to, to listening to it. Cause I think I, Listened to a few episodes when we met. Yeah. And then I, like, stopped for a while. And then I, for, I don't know, I think we had a conversation. I was like, let me go back and listen to that. And then, like, I'm, like, two seasons in, like, listening (laughs) to, like, all this stuff. But that's how I like listening to podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to binge it. You want to binge it. I want to binge it. (laughs) No, and we we appreciate very much your support and the support of everybody from the Pod Houston group. Um, it's, It's a leap of faith to put your voice out there and to put your to go out and feel like you have something to say that people should listen to. And, you know, I've, I've gotten a lot of good advice from, from Ozeal and some of the people at pod Houston. Obviously there's some parts of their advice that I haven't completely put into yet. Like (laughs) me and you talked about that, the whole niching down thing and me and me and Ozeal have talked about that exhaustively, but, um, I just wanted to put out a show that I knew I would like. Yeah. I, I struggle I with the the whole niche I ideal. Like, I want to talk to everybody, man. I, <laughs> as a creative, I yes. find it extremely difficult yes. to have a niche. Basically, yeah. someone's like, oh, have you ever done this? I'm like, no, but yeah. now I'm going to. Like, I'm not going to try that the out I, now. The idea of like talking about the same thing every episode sounds so 
boring to me. It sounds like, like I, <laughs> I just and I no know. offense to the people who do it. It's just me. Like I don't want to talk about the same thing <laughs> every week. Like imagine talking about this every week. I'll go off on tangents whether you want me to or not. Like it's just <laughs> going to happen. So right, right. What, yeah, I mean, you're sure. gonna get whatever comes out of my mouth. But I think that's the thing with like advice in general, like. At the end of the day, you're you, yeah. uh, so you have to do it from your. From if I what, did, what if I did you. that, you're yeah. right. You can take like you take little nuggets and pieces because you don't want to become the person giving you the device, or you don't want yeah, yeah. to become the other person. Yeah. Um, so yeah. if you're like, oh, like I tried this person's advice, it did or didn't work, and you keep it or you take it or yep. you know, like you do 100%. whatever. One hundred percent. I keep bits and pieces and make up my own. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. I feel like that goes with like. Uh, the acronym I'm always using of rant. Uh, like everyone's like, rant? you're always talking about rant. I'm like, because rant is a beautiful thing. And so yes. I actually made a, a, a acronym out of it where it's revel in your passion, uh, aspire to inspire, navigate creative thought, and trust your voice. And I feel like that goes with that. I like love that. I love that. <laughs> There's a reason that Naomi's her favorite. <laughs> Naomi is your favorite. I'm going right? to make a rant graphic. Maybe. <laughs> That's what's up. Yay. No, it's okay. You can admit it. Naomi's your favorite. That's great. Maybe. It's fine. Naomi's our she, favorite. I already told you, like, Naomi is, like, the woman you aspire an to be. An entrepreneur creative <laughs> who also, like, owns her sexy in confidence and i'm like that's awesome like i'm gonna be yeah. sexy one day i told her i was, like, <laughs> I was like yo like naomi doesn't know but i i'm gonna be sexy one day too like <laughs> yeah, no i'm definitely not sexy definitely not i um no and i <laughs> i've seen <laughs> yeah she's more vava voom yeah you okay <laughs> um we've but seen no. the photos y'all are making me blush again <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, we like I said, we really appreciate that, and that's why I'm so grateful to have met everybody in the Body Houston group, and I'm I'm sure they've been just as supportive to you um, as they've been to us. I want to talk about some of the stuff you've been in because we're gonna start to talk about like what your aspirations are for the future. But what plays have you done on stage? I've done. I've done. I've done a lot of plays, but <laughs> I've right. done Any that? in 20 years of me acting, or over 20 years at this point of me acting, Yeah, I'm not as young as I was, y'all. <laughs> you know what they say, black, oh my gosh. black don't crack. It's all this melody, y'all. <laughs> Man. Uh, and all the makeup. <laughs> um, well, I've... Okay, so I've then. done... Oh, recently? Like, if you did Beauty and the Beast in first grade, that's great, but you don't <laughs> I was have to say... <laughs> Uh, I did in the last, I was do the last two years or whatever, three years. Okay. I've done, um, Medea twice. Ooh. I bet that was good. Um, yeah, I got to play Medea. Not the Medea you're thinking of. Fun. Medea. Oh yeah. The Greek oh. Medea. You're oh. the oh. Medea. I forget. People think of. Sorry. Of, I like, feel like that was racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't think the women are allowed to play Medea, right? Like, isn't it a part that's like specifically made it is, for but they, she has, a giant uh, He has game. a lot of people that's in his yeah. place. So Tyler Perry, I didn't know anybody else was allowed to play Medea other than Tyler Perry. No, just yeah, just right? him. But no, he'll he'll play Medea. But when he travels, he'll he'll get people from that area. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. that's cool. 
Yeah. At least it's what I've heard. If anyone has the and hookup I, to Tyler Perry, let yeah, me know. I think we should. He I think we should work that out. Studio and <laughs> he is Georgia. Yeah. Georgia is oh. beautiful. <laughs> he is such a great guy. I actually went to a, a conference. It was a John Maxwell conference, Ooh. and he was speaking. And I did not know it, it, anything that he said. I had no idea about. Like that about him. That does not make sense. Y'all, I'm sorry. Bear with me. You didn't think um, he was the guy he ended up being. No, not necessarily that. But I, mean, I had no idea what his story was. Now, when you see a guy dressing up in a wig and a muumu, you don't expect him to be a smart, eloquent. I guess I didn't realize that he had such a amazing face. No, yes, that too. <laughs> I did realize that. I realized that first You're and like, foremost. Way more attractive than I thought. In a voice of silk. He's a good looking dude. Um, but he had like a really hard upbringing and I didn't yeah. know about that and he just had a really good story and a yeah. good message and I just really enjoyed him. So ever, ever since then, I mean like mad respect to Tyler Perry. Not that I didn't have respect for him before, but no, I'm sure he's listening right now. So and, and uh, again, we're sorry shout that out to Tyler we automatically Perry. assumed that that was Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can okay, so you were in the Greek Medea. Yeah, so the Greek Medea. Um, <laughs> it's you know a Greek tragedy, so it's like even your person that the play's about, you're actually not rooting for her, and it's like right. I loved it. I got to be bloody. I, do you guys yes. are you guys guys gonna watch it or can I just spoil the whole play? Like it's an ancient Greek thing. You can yeah, so it's go probably the story's us, been told. Then. Go and tell us this. You can tell okay, us so you guys. So, you guys have heard of Jason the Argonauts, right? Yes. So, Jason marries Medea, and she helps him, like, get the golden fleece, blah, 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 blah. Then they go to this place called Corinth? Yeah, they go to Corinth or whatever, and Jason's, like, out all the time, and he's, like... (laughs) Coming back, and he finds she finds out that oh he's gonna marry the the king's daughter, and oh you can stay in the house over here, but like I'm not married to you anymore. The two kids that we've had over these last ten plus years don't matter anymore. Something like that. Like oh they spend my. like so much time together, right? So she's like heartbroken. Like I think in some versions of the story she'd been struck by like Cupid's arrow or something like that, mm-hmm. and so she's like that deep in love. Uh, we're because not that's the only her? way that so <laughs> she gets real sad and she's the original like woman scorned and he goes back and forth between the palace and she gets exiled for like talking shit to the king <laughs> and I like uh, her <laughs> then her final thing of revenge because she was all like oh well I don't want you to even kind of be happy so the only thing that I know that is going to completely destroy you, whether it's going to make me sad or not, too, is to kill our children. Uh, oh, my. Yeah. Okay. So I like her less now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's where you stop rooting for her. It's okay. still like, the, like, it's like also one of the, my, my favorite things right, that I've ever done. I imagine as an actress, <laughs> um, whenever you are allowed to play somebody who like loses their shit, it's probably kind of fun because like, you're not allowed to lose your shit in yeah. real life, right? So, and like, she like goes back and forth, so you get to do that like 
like there's such a like back and forth with it of like I don't think I can do this, but I hate him so much and yeah. like like I can see her how that'd be fun. struggling with this like if she could just get out of her grief, maybe it wouldn't have happened or all this kind of stuff and like gets to talk about that and so that was that was fun. That's interesting because yeah. <laughs> when I read the play originally when I first did it and I was one of the women of Corinth, I was like I love this yeah. play. One day I want to be her. And then, yeah. like, two years later, I was her. Yes. yes, I like that. Yeah, that's full circle. And then, like, in complete uh, opposite side of the spectrum, you were in Greece. Yes, and then I was in Greece. I was in the ensemble in Greece, like, Ooh. earlier this year. Or, like, oh, I guess it's a new year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I saw, uh, the, pictures. I saw the pictures on And we're talking about, like, Greece, like, Greece lightning? Oh, Greece yeah. Yeah. Because we were just talking about Greek... Like, no, yeah, so I'm thinking Greece now. My words are just all over the place right and now. And then, like, after I did Greece, I got to do two comedies and short plays um, for the Fade to Black Festival. Um, I'm, I, I need to actually reach out to them because I actually want to direct uh, one, of the, one of the plays. But I got to do two plays. One was called Hot Potato, and I got to be, like, the comic relief in that one. And then the other one was called Why Husbands Hold Their Tongues. And I got to be the the wife that loses my words and steals my husband's words. And I got to do a very vague West African accent that I channeled from my mom. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So, because my mom only has her accent when she's like drunk, angry, or tired. Oh, not, yeah. So, definitely, yeah. Definitely not when she's oh Johnnying. No. <laughs> she, she trained for I'm watching so Ray long as soon that as you she's leave, able to have one. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm watching Ray as soon yeah. as you leave, by the way. If I'm drunk or angry, like I'll start speaking Dutch. Like, for real? Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. We'll find all of a sudden, we'll I can all remember all of it. When Clink gets here, we'll find out for real. No, it's that's probably awesome. not the only time. So, what have, you, Dutch. <laughs> what have you not been in that you want to be in? On TV. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to be on oh, TV. Oh, so you're, you're done with stage now. Right? I'm not done been with there, it. Like, like, are there any shows that you would want to It's always so wonderful and it has like, my heart. Uh, I was talking to. My mom last night? I, yeah, I was talking to my mom last night. We were drinking wine. And I was talking, and I was just so like, I used to like have a bucket. I still have a bucket list, but I think it's altered a little bit. I mean, I don't want to say it out loud, like stuff that I don't want to do, because I'm like, mm, I might just be saying this now, because I'm so right. focused right now on uh, doing like film and television. So that's what I'm auditioning for right now. Okay. But like my bucket list had so many musicals on it. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to focus on music videos. Or, <laughs> music videos. Music videos, yeah. <laughs> like, I want to be Bring those back. Rent in, or I want to be Mimi in Rent. I want to, uh, at some point, I don't think she'll ever do it because she's not a fan of musicals, but I want to do Mamma Mia with my mom. That would be so right? fun. She doesn't like that type of musical, though. So, uh, <laughs> so, Abba, Abba is great. So yeah. before I age out, well, I've already aged out, but before I look like I've aged out <laughs> right. of, of doing that. Mamma Mia, like I'm like, can you please just do Mamma Mia with me? Yeah. Um, that would be fun. <laughs> right? Um, so, but I want to do Antigone. Uh, that's a part that mm. I really want to do uh, for sure. And... In uh, Susan Laurie Parks, In the Blood, I want to be, um, well, if I can't remember her name right now, of course I'm never going to be her. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, uh, uh, Hester. I want to be Hester. And okay. that's 
that's speak a dark that into too. existence. So, yeah, yeah. Speak so that into plates, existence. But and you can do that after your film and TV career takes off. You know, you can always have to go in order. Always go yeah. back to the stage. Always go back to. So, what have you been up to recently? Trying to get your film and TV. So many self tapes, y'all. So many <laughs> self tapes. <laughs> of just doing monologues or what? Um. So sometimes they like have you do like monologues, but sometimes they'll like send you a specific like side from the script, or oh, they'll okay. send you like. Uh, just say these words or like for commercials it's like uh, if they don't send you aside from the specific commercial they're like oh sell something your favorite product or something like that and right. take from that so it's just like a lot of self tapes I got you I got yep. you so is there anything you would not advertise uh, <laughs> the Nazis Right. Okay. I don't think they have any commercials, but (laughs) yeah. Um. So if they want you to be in the Vagisil ad, you're like, I gotta take this, right? Let's do it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. The HIV (laughs) medicine ad. It's it's what's bad is the only time I think of that is when I watch. Was it me myself and Irene? (laughs) Can I get a press check? Did y'all do y'all ever watch Impractical Jokers? Yes. Yes. You remember when when Murr accidentally like. Got to, they had him set up to be the spokesperson for that anal bleaching like yes. contraption. Oh no, I didn't see that. But <laughs> and that's he had funny. a huge billboard about like how he endorses this anal bleaching tool. <laughs> that always, that's the, funny. the funniest, the one of the funniest bits for him. I know off topic. Uh, <laughs> Not really. We're talking improv now. Here it we is go. true. <laughs> um, where they he's supposed to say like, "Hey, my friends are calling me a douche. Like, what is that supposed to mean?" And the guy's <laughs> talking to him. He's like. It, come over here. Let me tell you what that is. And he, and he explains to me. He goes, so I'm good. Like, I keep things clean, right? And he goes, no, no, it's an insult. <laughs> That's, That's funny. funny. That's yeah, I think I like being it. the face of an STD would be hard. Uh, right. Didn't that happen to Joey on Yeah, that's what yeah. I was about to say. I was about to be like, yeah, he was like the, the face of um, VD. Was underwear. VD. Oh, VD. VD. He did like a VD commercial. <laughs> and so I think that would be like difficult. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got to. Uh, say, so, you know what? I'm going to make like, that STD look good. Well, I guess not. <laughs> no, I take it there's back. No, wait a <laughs> Maybe there's one commercial you would decide not to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I also probably wouldn't audition for it either. You know, Here's like, my question. I don't think they sneak attack you like they I, do, used to, apparently. I don't do. want to ruffle too many feathers, but how come the only commercials that feature gay black men are the HIV medicine commercials? True stuff. Have you seen that? True well, stuff. I'm curious to see what their actual market is and how much. I mean, maybe they have a big okay. So statistically, statistically, African Americans well, are more likely to have HIV than well, and the, any any yeah. other group. So that's true. Market it's not the only commercial they're in. <clears throat> I haven't. I mean, I mean, I'm, this is gonna be so wrong. I've seen them in KFC commercials, <laughs> which is completely wrong because I also disagree. I'm like, this is wrong. Like, why am I not in there? Because I absolutely I love, love KFC. It. I'm about Popeyes. Popeyes yeah, Popeyes is, is way better. No, Popeyes like is better. I love Popeyes. Sandwich. KFC has good mashed potatoes. Though. Oh, I don't like yes. mashed potatoes. And their biscuits are pretty good. But I'm going to get biscuits. struck down for this. <laughs> is Popeyes has a better chicken sandwich than Chick-fil-A. Yes, Agreed. they do. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. <laughs> 
Man, only see, because I Panthers, only want chicken sandwiches on Sunday. Going, she's like, I would do a Popeye's chicken sandwich commercial. I would do. I would. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yo, Megan Popeyes. the Stallion did one. That's true. Megan the Stallion yes, did Popeyes, it. Yes, so. Popeyes, please. The hot yeah, sauce. <laughs> I think KFC would be mad at me because I don't like their chicken. <laughs> like, I don't. So like, wait, I have to bite sweet. it? I don't want to bite it. <laughs> oh, I just that's hold something it? I won't do. I won't do a potato commercial. Like, if it's mashed potatoes, I have a weird complex against mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are glorious. in the in the pot like it's the vegetable of variety like when i was a kid my grandmother like would be like you have to finish all your food or that's your food for like until you finish it yeah and i know mashed potatoes was this thing that like i just wasn't gonna (laughs) eat and i remember sitting at a table for like hours in front of mashed potatoes so like the smell of mashed potatoes bothers me and all this kind of stuff i can eat so so you would not do a mashed i'm not doing a mashed potatoes commercial (laughs) i will be sick just walking into the room that's hilarious like you want me to stuff what in my mouth no (laughs) all right let's talk about (laughs) i want to ask you two questions number one what is podcasting how has it helped you with acting auditioning and all that stuff like do you feel like it's helped you at all i love podcasting oh i think it's all different avenues but i do get to play a lot right. <laughs> like um in the early episodes of of uh ranting through life i did like skits in the beginning right. uh I'm, I'm probably gonna bring more of those back but i did like do the skits awesome. in the beginning yeah. and uh <laughs> giving the advice and giving the motivation also helps motivate like me it's like right. when you like teach you have to be held accountable like, now yeah, yeah. <laughs> like okay I'm, a- I'm asking you to do this for your your mental or i'm asking you to do this for for your professional yep. creative career it's like, oh, no, I guess I, guess I got to do, gotta do it, too. too. <laughs> and so it did give me that constant. And so it helped me be more um, specific and constant in the other aspects of, like, my creative journey and everything like that. Yeah, and yeah. I came up with an acronym that is actually really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's it. It's a very good acronym. <laughs> and, and it's one of the most more impressive self-made acronyms that, uh, I've, that I've come across. Yeah, so I agree. I believe that for sure. Um Let's talk about your creative process. So <laughs> you have to be in the herpes commercial. <laughs> like, how are you going to become the, the person with herpes? Easy. You get herpes. <laughs> no. No. Please. Oh, no. Uh, no. That's wrong, wrong answer. Oh, shit. Isn't that a method actor like that gets into it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Right. How go, else are you going to sell this? <laughs> I've got to go and get herpes <laughs> so I can sell this medicine. Yes. Like. How are you going to know how bad the itch really is? I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That, no. <laughs> not nec- okay. Well, not necessarily the herpes commercial, but what but. is your creative process when it comes to, I mean, because coming up with content for a podcast is hard. Um, pretending to be somebody that is not you is not easy. Like, so what's your process before you go into an audition or before you start your podcast? Like, let's just, I'm sure there's probably different processes for for, Depending on what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, I was like, for acting is different than podcasting for sure. Because yeah. I write an outline and get in front of the mic and right. see what it comes out. And <laughs> then I like edit through it. Right. Um, for acting, I refuse to lie and I refuse to pretend. So <laughs> um, I learn who I am, like based on, like I, I'll read the script and... I will see like the the small paragraph that you get or something like that or um, if it is something like auditioning for a play I will find the play I will read the play um, I refuse to look at other 
actors doing the same roles because yeah, that's that distracting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the only time I will look at another person doing something is if, like, it's like not it's like I'm playing an actor, you know, uh, right. or something like that, just so I can learn those mannerisms. Or I will like study whatever this person's occupation is. Um, the thing about like the the last two musicals I've done, I was in the ensemble, so it's like the script does not tell me what I am or who I am, so I get to create this character. But at the end of the day, like I'm a horrible liar. Like if I like I'm actually a horrible liar, so it's like. If I'm acting or if, like, you can tell that I'm acting, I like to tell even, like, my students or anything like that. I'm like, I don't believe you. That's how I go. So if I'm, like, doing it for the camera or something like that and I, like, look at it and I'm like, I don't believe you, then you do it again. Right. And until I believe me and the way to believe you or, like, the way to get yourself to believe yourself or to be believed by your audience is to actually know who you are. Like, because I know so much about Janu, I will never not be Janu when I walk into right. a room. If I am Medea, uh, when I walk into that room, I'm Medea. And the audition, or the, like, once you actually have the part, uh, like, you find music for that character. Like, what is that character listening to? And it's like, it's not method, because I think that's so dangerous. Like, yeah. I know people do do yeah. method, but I think... That's so dangerous. That's literally why it's called acting. Like, you can be believable without running a marathon because <laughs> your character ran a marathon. Right. Like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Right. Uh, you don't have to. The, the reason so, that you get the actor is so you you act. Like, it's <laughs> like, how yeah. bad? You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so when you're auditioning for a part, do they give you a backstory for your character that's outside of the script, or do no, you? No, most of the time, no. You so yeah. you do you come up with your own? Like, yeah. How do you? So you just make up your own backstory. Yeah, like based okay. on like the that's cool. based yeah. on the script, like um, I'll come up <laughs> with why why did I say these lines? Like the first time I was in the play Medea, and I was a woman of Corinth or whatever. Like you spend so much time around Medea, right? Yeah. And like you know, my character's name was like woman number three. First of all, if you're ever woman number three, what you you need to still come up with your name, you know? Like it's like yeah. yeah, the director doesn't know your name. Director probably doesn't care your name or anything like that. But you have to know who you are. You, I knew that I was married. I knew why I was like, uh, like why I cared so much about this neighbor. I yeah. knew why I was at her house all the fucking time and <laughs> and all this kind of stuff because. That's the only way to to go there with. I loved the the person that played Medea for that one too. Like, yeah. like oh my gosh! But <laughs> and it was like her first time or second time acting too, and it was just like oh my gosh! Like so beautiful. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, you have to to know why you're interacting, and that thing, uh, acting is reacting is so true. Like, yeah. so if you're giving like. A, a dialogue or whatever uh it's funny to get like cold reads so you don't even have time to do the prep work so you're just reading as it goes and like you're like as you're reading it finding like the true right. like oh, nature yeah. of what you're saying like i See, i that gives me anxiety like just thinking about it i'm like oh no i don't know i, I feel don't, like that would be easier i don't want to be put on the spot like that i well, feel like that would be easier than knowing hey you're supposed to have this emotion and yeah. then like trying to conjure up that emotion without yeah, I feel like maybe it would be better to respond to what you're seeing and let your natural emotion. Yeah. I feel like that would be easier. And then that's um, what the deck director's for to like tweak. You know, like they'll, right. they'll like tweak it or say, ooh, sure. that's not what I want the audience to read. Because at the end of the day, it is the director's vision and all this kind of stuff. But they, 
yeah, you get to like bring these things things out. I actually hate cold reads, um, which is stupid because <laughs> there's so many and you have to. Right. But I'm dyslexic, so I hate like uh, <laughs> right. I hate just hard. being like thrown words and right. I'm like, I want to memorize this and study it and read it a thousand times because if I have to read something out and I'm actually really scared of public speaking. Uh, <laughs> see that's <laughs> that's so weird. Uh, yeah. so like if I'm like auditioning, I'll be like, I get really yeah, nervous. So this is like my anxiety kicks This in. is like self torture yeah. for you. <laughs> no, but I like, but that's why it's just like that's why I can't lie, and it has to be real. So yeah. even if I'm given those two seconds, I have to remember that yes, Janu is so terrified of this, that, and the other. But as I have the script, or as I whatever, I don't have to be me and. Or, like, I'm not me at that point. And, like, when I was a kid, I didn't think I had a personality. So it was so much better to be <laughs> someone else all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I could I could see the allure in that. You know, I did not see it yeah. myself. But I could see how that would be a nice, like, escape. Or, like, hey, I'm going to try on this personality for a little yeah. bit. See how that yeah. works out for me, you know? For sure. And you learn sure. so much by your characters. And then you learn so much about yourself, but you, like, learn so much just perspectives. Like, getting to to play the quote-unquote bad guy or the antagonist, um, if that is especially something that you won't do, like, if they are doing stuff that you won't do in person, no. it does get you to to know, like, like your wife or your husband or your your friend because you know like talking to you guys or or anything like that like y'all might have different perspectives but if i get to oh, yeah. play a character that has your or get to play you or something like that then i have like it doesn't matter what i think of this it's the character honestly feels this way so then you start to in that as that character like no like you, you, you get a little smarter, <laughs> or you feel right. a little smarter. Maybe right. You don't yeah, right. Get smarter, but you get these perspectives, yeah. and it's a little bit more. Um, I can't think of the word. You get to see Not, a more a bigger world view. Yeah, I was gonna say know? like yeah. more well rounded. That wasn't really what I wanted to go for. That but, sounds you know, about yeah. right. No, that I, that sounds about right. That's cool. So I have one more question. Um, <laughs> before I ask that question, when we were talking about the process and making your own backstory, I highly recommend listeners. You go to YouTube and Google a Emma Stone SNL skit <laughs> where she's an actress who's trying to create a backstory, but she's in a gay porno and she's just the mom, <laughs> the oh, mom who walks gosh. in on her son. Like, with <laughs> I love Emma Stone so much. It's I so hilarious. It so is funny. a hilarious skit because she's like going on and like talking to the director and like trying to really make this character deep. And he's like. Uh, I really don't care. Like, you're just oh, supposed to catch in, come in, catch oh. them, and then run out. <laughs> She's, like, trying to make this deep backstory for it. It's hilarious. I seriously recommend you guys check it out. Um, but my last question for you is, what is the ultimate goal for Janu Alisa? For podcasting, for stage performing, for acting and films? Oh, oh, uh, what's, what's your ultimate goal for all of those the things? ultimate goal is to not have a day job. <laughs> it's Word. to have freedom not to have a day job um and to to do the damn thing to to make a whole life based Speak on creating that. 
to create a world that feels like be a part of, you know, be the change that I want to see in the world. So I want to see more creatives getting more opportunities. I want to see more diverse creatives getting more opportunities. I want to to be able to be like, this is just a movie with it's not having to be like, this is a black movie or this is a white movie. Like I want to be a part of uh, the the change I want to see in the world. And Uh, even like releasing my last episode of the podcast and so many people like either calling me or, or texting me or posting about it and saying how specifically that episode was helpful or happy that I came back from hiatus or anything like that. Like I legit cried y'all. And that that makes it all worth it. You get those kinds of comments and people don't, think about how much a, a good comment can really, mm-hmm. uh, what that good can do to a person, especially nowadays when so much on social media and, and regular media is just so negative and yeah. we're hard on ourselves. And yeah. so like, yeah. I, and like roasting mm, is the thing to do. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like fun be, to make fun of other people and yeah, talk shit. And kind which is I'm cool, down y'all. with. Yeah, yeah. I'm down <laughs> with it. I'm, I'm down with it. <laughs> I mean, but I feel like there's, like, a, a time and place for everything. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. Like, it's, it was just nice to, like, be like, oh, I actually am doing the thing that I set out to do. Like, I, I set out to yes. help people, and That's it just the- felt like I was actually helping people. And yes. I was like, oh, my God. It just, like, uh, at the end of, like, the last season with, with my kids that I instruct and stuff, like, I didn't get to go to their final performance, and they were, like, legit sad. And I was like, I just thought y'all, like, were annoyed that I was here, honestly, no. but to know that it's like, no, Miss Janu, like, da 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 da. I'm like, yeah. My Tell little you. heart can't take it. I'm an actor. I'm vulnerable all the time. My heart can't do it. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, it's a good feeling. And especially, people don't understand how much work goes into creating something from scratch. And, um, you know, just from doing this podcast, I know, like, it takes a lot of work to get here. And when, you're done, you're proud of it, but to get the validation that what you were aiming to do, which was to help somebody, make a change, even if it was just, I had a bad day and I listened to your guys' show and I laughed my ass off. Like, for, for us, that's like the ultimate compliment. I'm cool you with know? that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I think that's a beautiful thing and I, I, I want you to continue to speak all of your dreams into existence. You are an inspiration. Um. And I, I, when you get to the top, don't forget about us. Make, <laughs> make sure you let, <laughs> make sure you let them know that you was on the Smells Like Middle Age Spirit podcast. I'm gonna come back. What you mean? Like, <laughs> for sure. The only time I'm allowed back. Oh, fine. Like, hey, let's make this one a real good one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Um, let's talk about. You told me your favorite genre of movie was rom com. I don't. Are you? I'm I don't so know loud. about. I feel like I'm so loud. Sorry. Naomi, um, do you like rom coms? I feel like that's not your jam. Um, Are you assuming someone's movie genre? Yeah. I, you I you like rom-coms? Yeah. Okay, we're going to debate with the top five, or we're going to give our top five no. rom-coms. Oh, man. <laughs> this is that one, that, that I'm talking to you, this is that one that we're going to give our top five, and then tomorrow, next week, yeah, I'm listening <laughs> over it, and I can't believe you said this was your number one. <laughs> I can't believe it. I don't do that on opinion-based things, do I? You did, you did yeah. it on movies, you did it on comics, you did it on music. Do I need to keep going, Nick? No, I wasn't the one. Con was the one who said he couldn't forget. Y'all all forgot Dave Chappelle. I know. Every single one. We, of I feel so. 
I'm so, so angry about that. But yeah, let's do this top five list really quick. And um, while we're doing it, if anybody wants to call in and participate in our uh, trivia game giveaway, the number is 832-835-3141. I'm going to need my producer to try to merge two calls together. Oh, we're gonna God. Need, here we go. We're going to need two callers. I'm going to need a raise. You have an iPhone. You know how to do it. I need uh, a raise. We're going to need two callers to participate. Um I think Naomi and Janu are going to battle one another in some TV, movies, and music trivia. Oh, oh, I forgot. I'm going to lose. Can I, can I get I'm, on I'm this gonna lose. I'm going to lose. So bad. <laughs> I don't know names of anything. I'm visual. Same. This is literally my jam. Like okay, music, yeah, Josh, movies, we'll, we'll keep score for you, too. I can yes. sing a whole song and not we'll know who score it's for by you or, too. or, or um, what it's called. I'm going to let you give me your top five. Um, favorite rom coms. Like it's changed since we talked. Last. Probably when we talked, we talked yesterday. <laughs> Every single time we do one of these lists or something, I always, I, I'm telling you, I go to sleep that night and I'm like, Oh, oh I yes! <laughs> oh, I forgot my favorite one. Like, how could I forget this? And that's what's gonna happen again yeah. with this. I know it. Are you? you well, okay, so go ahead and give me your top five. I'll tell you which ones you've changed. Okay, uh, so my top five are going to be definitely maybe. Ooh. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That one's cute. Yeah. Uh, uh, if brown that sugar. One. Ooh, let's do brown sugar. Does that count as a comedy? That's a that's a rom com. It has Sinilathan. It's automatically. Brown sugar. She already told us. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I say? Brown sugar. May okay, definitely maybe brown sugar. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. You had My Fair Lady in there. Yeah, but that's a musical, so I'm not even counting at this time. Ooh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. And do you remember what my last one was? No. Some Like It Hot? Some Like It Hot is a good movie, dude. That's such a good movie. It's not on my top, but it should be top in the world. (laughs) That is such a great... It's a good movie. That's a good movie. No, I don't remember... uh, this is going to bother me. Oh, yeah. America's Sweethearts. America's Sweethearts. It's so <laughs> good. That one's on my top five. It's a really funny one. And it's movie. one of you guys' fictional creatives. So, or uh, uh, one of you guys' fictional creatives. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Movie. So one of the things that Janu does when she has a guest on her podcast is she Uh-oh. assigns I'm a scared. fictional creative oh, gosh. to each guest that she has. And so I asked her to come up with ones for us. I am so scared. <laughs> I don't even want to know this one. This one She's going to let us know. You got one for Khan, too, right? Okay. Good, oh, I'm good, excited good. about that one. <laughs> Aliens. All right. What's your top five rom coms there, okay, Naomi? Okay, okay. So I came up with a list. Nice. <laughs> oh, I need to do that right I know now I while you're doing it. Down. That. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm. I, I know I'm gonna miss some of my favorites, but I'm gonna say um, I loved Made in Manhattan. <laughs> So good. Aww. He was giving so much was, crap to J Lo. Oh, I, she's. I well, can't, I can't stand. I just. Of her movies. It's just such a cute it's movie a with cute the whole movie. maid thing and the, you know, trying on the ladies' clothes. Like that was super. And cute. leaving in public in it. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh, I know, I know. Yeah. So I liked that one. Um, I think this one is also J Lo, but Monster in Law. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have some J Lo fans. Have you Naomi seen her new one? Amazing. Favorite. Marry Me is amazing. That movie sucks. Like, oh, I love really it. 15 oh. minutes into it. that movie, I turned it off. I can tell you right now, her song Church made me want to go to church. 
I like Slim So Dunk now, I know why, now I know why you like the if movie. You saw the, if you see the movie, you'll get that reference. Okay. But yes. Now I know why you watch, why you like the movie. Okay. It's J-Lo, yes. That's why I watched the movie. Um, I loved Failure to Launch. Oh, that's that's the one, one that's I was thinking of. Yeah. So I, I love of. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah that's Matthew McConaughey and Sarah, yeah. uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I loved that one. Oh, gosh. Yes. But Samantha. <laughs> yeah, she's not going to be in the reboot. I know. But I, I know. think it's because she's doing uh, How I Met Your Father. Yeah. I, w- I, was, I was that character whenever, like, I, my, I was with my girlfriends. We all watched that show. Yeah, I was Samantha. <laughs> I take That's it kind of personally. It's not surprising. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Fifty uh, First Dates. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I love that so, one. You know what? Sandler has some quality wrong. Yo, I did good. Huh? I'm so I, I got one more. This. Y'all are going to be like, oh my God, really? I had never seen 50 First Dates until last year. Oh, man. And it's such a cute movie. And it is. It's good. It's very good. If you, think, if you don't think about the dark things about the movie. But yes, it's a really good movie. <laughs> I like it because I love um, movies that are filmed anywhere but... I mean, right. I was going to say the United States, but Hawaii is part of it. Beautiful the pictures, <laughs> locations. Yes, yeah. yes. I like visually stunning cinematography. Have you seen Just Go With It? I don't think so. But uh, you, Adam Sandler and uh, Jennifer Aniston. It's a good movie. The, I probably have, and I just don't know that's what oh. it's called. Seriously, <laughs> you can put Sandler in all five of your you top can. five rom-coms. Yeah. Like, like, he's got he's, some good ones. He gets Mr. your heartstrings. Mr. Deeds. You know, he is... Um, Big Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. He's like <laughs> number two, like richest <laughs> celebrity or something like that. Like, he, Oh, yeah, he's got It's bank, crazy. Bank. And he like produces a lot of his yeah. own movies. And I mean... You got a good Happy list. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Hold on, I got one more. Oh, shit. I because this were... is one that if it's on TV, like, I'll have to watch it. And yeah. it's so not me, but I love it so much. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot one, too. Okay, these ones are going to be tied because it's both got Patrick Dempsey in it. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's Sweet Home Alabama, which Aww. I love that movie. Right. And, and Maid of Honor. <laughs> I've never really? Seen that one. Yes. That's just one. because I love Scotland. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and at the end when he's fighting, I just think it's so romantic. Okay. You I've lost me with Maid of Honor, but. <laughs> <laughs> What you got there, Josh, for your top five? So um, y'all haven't said any of mine, so I feel like I don't understand the assignment, but I'm going to do my <laughs> Romantic comedy is what um, rom-com means. So Chase and Amy. I don't know what that is. Yep, that's a Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. If you've never seen, it's Kevin Smith film. It's okay. Okay. Oh, y'all don't know Smith. quality stuff. It's okay. Oh, um. Um, <laughs> I've heard it's good. Just never watched it. It's good. It. Um, Wedding Singer. Oh, oh my really god! Yeah. By the way, these are in no particular order. These are just literally yeah. my thoughts. Yeah, I had to explain to my kids who Billy Idol was the other day. Oh <laughs> my! <Lord. laughs> I That's funny. Yeah, I love that song. <laughs> um, the breakup. Oh, that movie uh, sucks. Uh, it's so depressing. You want to kill yourself. You want to kill yourself. Time out. The only reason that I love that movie is because it breaks every other. Yeah. Rules. That's it's like, okay, it. cool. They're going to get together. <laughs> that was the don't. beginning of like, the no. end for rom coms because now yeah, all rom coms try to have that not Different. happy ending. Yeah. Well, Mary that started me, it. Re, re kind of Except that. it sucked. I it's literally like, okay. did not make it through 15 minutes okay. of that movie. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to be um, con for today. The movie <laughs> sucked. I want to see some reactions with this one because no one said this one yet. And I love this movie. Something about Mary. 
That's a good movie. That's just ro- that's just <gasps> calm. Oh, I'm so. I'm not even. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a rom com. No, it definitely is. But it's, it's a like rom-com. a rom- it's like a raunchy comedy. But it is. Yeah, definitely. It's a calm rom com. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a rom com. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but okay. come on, where's the heyo? Heyo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's quiet with the soundboard today. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. He's in it. Um, and then my, I just thought of another one. See, I did the same thing you did. Uh, my top one is going to be tied between 40-Year-Old Virgin and <gasps> Zoolander. Yes, 40-Year-Old Virgin is such a good, it was one of the first, like, Is Zoolander rom-com a rom-com? I, like. I mean, I know he falls in love at the end, but. Well, see, I was going to say the- Chuck and Larry. But I, could, I was like, is that a rom-com? But, yes. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because okay. Yeah, just that one has all kinds of different love yeah. in it that I love. Yeah. Okay. If there's a romantic oh. storyline, that's okay. Okay. That's I'm a wrong call. Well, then I'm changing mine. Oh God. I don't all right. Know where it goes, oh my gosh, with but the fairy Polly is so good. Oh, I don't know where it goes. So my it's, number, it's I don't want to put it in any particular order. Don't put it. In I got order. how to lose a guy in ten days. Good. Oh, that's good. a great one. Yeah. Very very good. Um, Damn, that's probably one of my. It's so that, good. That's, I'm gonna put America's Sweethearts on there. Uh, <laughs> forget Paris with Billy uh, Crystal. Um, how when Harry met Sally is also a very good one. Okay, I want to bring that up when you get done. And good luck, Chuck. Yes. Oh my gosh! How did I forget? Yeah, that? buddy. Good luck, Chuck. Good luck, Chuck. Five is too little. Chuck was good. So if you say that one, you might as well say. And I don't even like Dane Cook. You, you might as well like say it. Employee of the Month because it's the exact same movie except it's in the supermarket. It is yeah. basically. Wait, Good Luck Chuck or How Harry Met Sally? No, the, the two Dan Cook, the Dane Cook movies because he uh, plays the exact same character. He plays uh, a dentist. Huh? He plays a dentist. No, no, like just the way he. Oh, he got. Yeah, he. I mean, he can't. He's not very a very one-dimensional. Yes, he yes, yes. yeah, I'm not a. Comedian, I'm not a fan. Not I'm not like, a fan of that of him, the actor. But the movie is good. Yeah, and yeah. I just saw a chat, so and it just made me mad. I can't. I did the same and thing just, again. That was wonderful. The American Pie series. <gasps> but that's not a rom-com. I was about to say. That's the first uh, honestly, was, honestly, I don't think those movies are that funny. Like, it's more of a coming-of-age comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I don't feel like those age well. They're not oh, a they age so well. Well, Brian in the live chat says Hitch. Good movie. Yes. Hitch was a good one. Hitch was so good. Like, she is, is so freaking gorgeous. <laughs> Mish- I can't Mish- stand it. <laughs> yeah, the next one's good. Um, Mr. Woodcock. Good one. Oh, okay. Oh, I never saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, Happy Gilmore. Aw. <laughs> I guess that's a comedy. He falls it's in love. With, that's what I'm saying. Like he always gets the girl at the end of his movies, oh, yeah. but they're not all wrong. That's because yeah, they're all his comedy. comedy. You write your own movie where you get with a beautiful girl. You yeah, no. Oh yeah. I'm saying like he, his, his traditional, his more traditional <laughs> like rom coms would be like just go with it. Yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Deeds. He also says Fever Pitch. Good movie. So good. I never saw I've that. Never seen that. Jimmy Fallon, right? Yes. Jimmy Fallon. If you like baseball, it's was it Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that sounds so. correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, and well, I'm glad Kate the guys Harley in the wait. chat are getting involved in the in also, the seen that. in the conversation. Yep. That's what's up. Have I so, not seen it? Wait, did you say Kate Leopold? <laughs> no, but that one is really cute. That's just a romance yeah. movie. Is that yeah. really a rom com? I guess uh, it kind of is. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I haven't seen it. Um, no, can't hardly wait. Oh, that's not a rom com, but that yeah. is like my movie. 
That is my movie. Like, I can watch that a thousand times. So many great quotes from that movie. So, y'all are going to make fun of me when I just talk about, like, romantic movies. My favorite ones. Y'all, I got a thing with vampires. Definitely Twilight series. <laughs> I oh love my the Twilight series. <laughs> okay, so okay, time out, time out, time out, time out. You can no sit at that table okay. and tell me Twilight, and you say, but you Twilight, think is, sucks? Twilight, <laughs> Twilight is the Nickelback of movies. Like, that... What did you just? No, we're done. Okay, well, that see, that's why I put myself out there for y'all so that you know we're I'm full transparency. <laughs> All right, I'm guys. a huge Twilight geek. Um, if, if you guys think we missed anything, why don't you go onto the Spirit Sniffers page on Facebook <laughs> and tell us what your top five rom com so, movies are? I feel bad because when you when I saw this, I started searching some of the top five lists because I wanted to get kind of the idea. Cheater. Yeah. And no, it, it, remi- it like reminded me some of them, but Absolutely. on all five of the ones I checked, when Harry met Lo- uh, when, when Harry met Sally, Sally is number one, and I've never rom-com. seen that movie. It's a great movie. Go home and watch it tonight. It's the original never rom-com. Yeah. I didn't see it until like last year. It's a great movie. But it's the original rom-com. Like every, yeah. the formula that is used in those like rom-coms we were talking about that they don't make anymore is the formula from Sally me- or from um, when Harry met Sally. Another honorable mention would be Sleepless in Seattle. So That's good. a good one. Oh, and you've got male. And <gasps> I love. Did I not say French Kiss? No, you forgot uh, French Kiss. It's Ooh. the best rom com ever. <laughs> That's so, with uh, Kevin Klein. It's I, so good. I'm gonna choose. There's so many. There's I'm, so many. I'm yeah. gonna choose the first link here. This is Vanity Fair top uh-huh. 25 best okay. romantic comedies. Uh-huh. Um, their top five when when uh, Harry met Sally. It's a great movie. Um, you got Mel. Really? Yep. Over sleepless in Seattle. Here we go. I don't think that. I don't think, I think that's even on there. I think their list is based off like number, like like the the numbers based on like when they come out or something like that, right? Mm, I don't uh, know. No, this it's is probably just, just an opinion. Oh. Yeah, this is voting. Uh, number three is uh, just lost it. Uh, it's clueless. That's oh, okay. <laughs> is that a is? Yeah, she falls in love with her brother at the end. Yeah. <laughs> ex stepbrother is Paul Rudd. What are you going to say? Love him too? Is that like cruel intentions? Uh, we got Bridget Jones's Diary. Never seen it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not into British comedy like though. Bridget, and then uh, number five, they're rounding it out with 10 Things I Hate About You. I was going to oh, say that. that. I was going to say that. That was like probably Plus. the first rom-com that yeah. I ever saw you know all right if you, there's so many there's obviously so, many. so if you guys there's think we missed anything like i said go on the spirit sniffers page and tell us what your favorite rom-com movies are um your sleepless in seattle by the way is number 10 is it okay it's a good movie it's a good movie man i didn't have any of mine on there all right let's get a good for dudes ad do we get anybody call not are yet. we just playing for fun well, i guess we're playing for fun all I, right. I told you i would play if I'm, nobody I'm calls down. it's cool we'll, we'll play for fun um well the buzzer's gonna be between uh Janu and Naomi, but I'll let you guess your your answers this. too. Uh, this is my jam, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, but before we do that, we're gonna get an ad for goodfordudes.com. And when we come back, we will do a TV and movie trivia game. Guys, you still have a chance to call if you want to win some free stuff. So yes. uh you guys call in. Get it on that swag. For sure. What's up, guys? It's Nick Stevenson again, fellas. This time I'm talking specifically to you, and I want you to know it's okay. You don't have to be embarrassed. I know you want your skin to look good. Now, you haven't been taking care of your skin for years, and now every time you go to the coffee shop, they're offering you the senior discount. Now, maybe you've wanted to take care of your skin, but you just don't want to shop for products where your wife or your girlfriend gets her stuff. 
Well, fellas, why not just get your own stuff? All you got to do is go to goodfordudes.com. That's good, the number four, dudes.com. That's right. Good for Dudes offers a skincare product that is designed for men. Best part is it can be shipped right to your house, fast and easy. You want something to help prevent signs of aging like wrinkles and dark spots? Try WTF. What's that? Simple. It just means wear on the face. After washing your face in the morning, apply WTF. After showering in the evening, apply WTF. If you've already got signs of aging, it's cool because this product will minimize those. And there's so much more. Just go see for yourself at goodfordudes.com. Once again, good, the number four, dudes, D-U-D-E-S, dot com. You want a promo code? Sure. Use the initials to this show, S-L-M-A-S. Smells like middle-aged spirit, and you'll get 10% off your order. What are you waiting for, Gramps? I mean, buddy, it's okay, guys. If you want to take care of your skin, just get your own stuff at goodfordudes.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my uh, game show host voice. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> All right. I like it. Are you are you comfortably close enough to the buzzer? Whoops. <laughs> oh, it does make a difference. That okay. Is, yes. So this is what we're gonna do. Um, you got uh, a trivia about t- TV, movies, and music. What should we down. do? We're gonna Still ask going how down. many questions. Let's do five. Let's start off with five. We'll start we still with got five. plenty of time. Okay. And then we'll go from we'll there. We'll start off with five. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question, and whoever knows the answer is going to hit their buzzer first. If Naomi hits the buzzer first, you're going to hear this. Oh. Yeah, buddy. No, no, that's not what you'll hear. <laughs> yep, that's what you'll hear because I'll be winning. <laughs> okay, and if it's Janu, you will hear. Wow. All righty. We got to get a microphone in the center of the table so that the audio listeners can hear. Okay. Uh, if you get the answer correct, you will hear. There you go. Yeah, buddy. And if you get it wrong, you will hear this. That's nasty. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Just I like the first one better. Yeah. That's nasty. See what happens when you tell me I don't play enough audio? I'm going to throw everything at you. Yeah, for sure. All righty. Are you, are you ladies ready? Ready. All right. Listo. So these are trivia about TV, movies, and music. Okay. Your I'm first nervous. question. Which actress starred as TV's Ally McBeal? <laughs> Is it going to be a timer? Do you know this one? Damn. I don't think I did that one. I can get down with this Jeopardy remix, All right. though. The answer is Callista Flockhart. I don't even know. I don't know who that is. Which? <laughs> <laughs> this was Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast, right? No. <laughs> All right. Question. What is the name of Angelica's doll in Rugrats? Janu. Wait, I knew. <laughs> Angelica's doll is... Uh, I know this. Okay. I'm gonna say, can I? It's um. You gotta hit the button when you know the answer. I did start with a P. I knew it. (laughs) No, it is not. Damn it, Josh. Her name is. You can't use Google. Cynthia. It is Cynthia. That is the correct answer. It was the pressure. I get it. All right, that's question one. That one's for Josh. Hey, one for the producer. All right, here we go. 
Which singer had a hit with Chained to the Rhythm? Oh. Who the fuck came up with these questions? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. I know Rhythm of the Night. No. That's a good one. Nobody knows the it. Song, but get, like, the answer Perry? is Katy Perry. All right, which actor You're starred? Have to sing it for me. Which actor starred as the title character in Machete? Oh, shit! Oh, you gotta, um, it's gotta go off. Um, push the button again. Push the button again. Hold on, hold on. I love him. Um, I love him. You know this one? I know this one. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I told you, movie oh, kind of thing, I bro. Him. I love him. I can't even think of Five, I can tell you other four, stuff. Four, three, <laughs> three right? two, two and um, one. Shit! Don't tell me. <clears throat> I still want to think about it, even if I get it wrong. Hold on. Okay. I've got it. Hold on. Um, his name is. God. All right, I'm ready. Me. Danny Trejo. Damn it! I knew it was Danny. That is correct. Yeah. Josh is winning. <laughs> I saw that coming. I told you I would be really bad at this game. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. You guys want to do music or TV Danny or Trejo, movies? Oh man, I love him too. Okay. In the movie, Bring It On. Ooh. Oh God, I'm yes. not gonna win this. Yes. Which cheerleading squad is Torrance Shipman captain of? Janu. The Ranchero. Uh, Rancho Toros. Rancho Cucamamba Toros. Toros. That is correct. Oh, man. Janu. All righty. Yeah, I buddy. <laughs> I mean, you're an actress. You should know. All right. Burr. All right. It's cold in here. I, in the there original. Must be some clovers in the atmosphere. Exactly. In the original they, Power oh. Rangers. Yes. Oh, oh. What was the first name of the Pink Ranger? Naomi. Oh, God. Now I'm second guessing myself. I know it. Kim? <laughs> That was the that was Kimberly. Ranger. Oh. Kimberly. We'll, we'll, we'll take that Yay! one. Yay! Did you, did you say Green Ranger or Pink Ranger? Pink. Oh, okay. Kimberly. Yay! All right. Here we go. Just lay it on us. Lay it on us. Okay. I'm going to read a lyric. And you have to tell <laughs> me what song it's from. Okay. I played with your heart. Got lost in the game. Oh. Oops, I did it again. I heard these fears. That is I'm correct. Like... Yeah, buddy. Hey, buddy. All right. It's two to two to one. Uh, Naomi has one. Uh, and Josh has Josh has two, and Janu has two. How many more? What are we gonna? What's keep this going. a tiebreaker? Nah, we can keep going. All right. Maybe Little first, women first. is set during which war? It's set during a war. Revolutionary War? What was the question? That is incorrect. Damn it. Little yeah. Women is set during which war? Does anybody in the chat know, by the way, if you know the answer to these questions, you guys can... World War One. That is incorrect. It was the American Civil War. That was going to be Thank my second guess. Thank you for giving me the opportunity, Nick. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to keep guessing more. <laughs> I was right. I actually knew that one. <laughs> Wait. Okay, no. Naomi and Janu only have one each. I have two. Do you? Oops, I did it again. And uh, Rancho Cucamon, whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 my bad. Man, he, look, he's trying to scout points. Right? Like, I know you don't want me to win, but like. <laughs> Alrighty. I won't. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. I'm ready to go now. I'm ready. I'm ready. The song You're the Best by Joe Esposito was the theme song on which 80s movie? What's the movie? Rocky? No. Oh, fuck! 
Hey, bring that Trap Jeopardy oh. down just a tad. You are the best. There we go. Huh? Oh, Karate uh, Kid. It's the Karate Kid. Uh, do we, do we give this to her? We do not, because she already said Wednesday. Yeah. 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 All right. All righty. Let's see. <laughs> That's so stupid. Okay. I'll just raise my hand if I know the answer. In the hits TV series, CSI, Ooh. what does CSI stand for? <laughs> Crime scene investigators. Yes. Yes, I've never watched an episode of my life. Investigation. I was just about to say, this is going to be a roll of fortune thing. She said investigators. It's investigation, right? That's not fair. I, lo- I, lo- I lost the Audi or the Porsche, it whatever it was. Josh, you're still with one, one card. All right, here Damn we go. It. I have two. I thought you had two. I bro, should have no. two at this point. I got two, bro. Keep on going. What, what are your two answers? I think I still have Danny one. Danny Trejo. Uh huh. Oh, and my bad. Ah. Uh, okay. There you go. All right. So is this a tiebreaker? We can keep going. We're going dumb pretty quick. This is actually fun. All right. <laughs> As if this is my you didn't jam. Think it was gonna be fun. This is my I'm jam. I'm just feeling this Jeopardy trap. Right. Like, I don't know if I would. Yeah. I'm trying to find TV and movies. Yeah. I like that face you just okay. did. That was funny. What did the Fresh Pence yell to the cabbie once he finally pulled up to his home in Bel Air? Oh, oh. <laughs> Does Janu. it have to make a sound? <laughs> Go home, see you later. Look What'd you say? Go home, see you later. Oh, no, that is incorrect. Wait. Smell you later. Go home, smell you later. Look at my cabin. No. Sit in my phone. I'm the Fresh of Bel Air. I was gonna say smell you later. It was smell you later. Look at my cabin, yo. Isn't it yo homes? Yes. Yo homes, smell you later. Yo homes, oh, smell he you says later. Yo homes. Oh, yes. I have been getting that wrong for. <laughs> be like yo ho, like he's a pirate. Yo ho, smell you later. <laughs> I was raised on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. All right, yeah. two, four. Same. I just saw. I got always three. Sung it wrong, okay, apparently. so it's seven <laughs> questions so far. Josh has three. Both of you have two. All right, here we go. Which children's TV show featured the characters Buttercup, Blossom, and Bubbles? Powerpuff Girls. I knew you were. Oh, that I was, was like, you all day. <laughs> Did you not even attempt to remember? <laughs> all right. The second you started lipstick, like, like this one's this one's a movie and music question. Um, Kiss from a Rose by Seal was the theme song from which movie? <laughs> oh shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is excited. Does he, do Watch, now I'm gonna get the wrong one because I hate the Batman series because the names so stupidly. Oh, Thanks, Josh. Batman. I don't care. Oh. No one else do it. It's Batman Forever, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's literally the theme song. That's the theme song. Yeah. So, fun fact for those of you that are old enough to remember, that. Seal wrote that song for that movie. If, really? For I those of you that are old enough to remember Six Flags, that was very long. the Batman show that was on Six Flags used to blare that as the waiting room music. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha, that was gotcha. intentional? Oh, oh very intentional. Oh, see, I didn't connect those dots. I got stuck on the Kiss Batman ride Rose. upside down. That was fun. Oh, God. Oh, Sorry, Nick. I got excited. All of these minutes? are so easy. This is going to be a quickness test. Yeah. I love that ride. Though. I was stuck so for 45 minutes. minutes. It what do you got? Are we still playing? Yeah, yes. ready. Calm down, This Nick. is going to be a quickness test because you're both going to know this. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Which song contains the lyrics? Ooh. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize. 
Naomi. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson, Jackson by Outcast. All right, everybody has three. No, wait. Josh has four. four. Tiebreaker? Oh. Y'all, I'm getting answers right. Just a couple, but okay, that's cool. With okay, me. okay. Whoever, okay. First so one to five. Which one of you, you two are going to play okay. until you guys tie Josh, and then we're going to do a championship Ooh. question. All right. All right, so this is just this is just <laughs> Naomi and just Janu. All right, I will raise my hand if I know the answer. You're not gonna know that one. <laughs> wow. Like he he has no faith in us. Okay, I don't know the answer to this, but I'm pretty sure you guys will. What is the name of Nicole Kidman's character in the movie Moulin Rouge? Oh, oh my wife is gonna kill me. Um, um. I have no idea. I love that I movie know. so much. I love that movie. Um, because it's also like, one of those characters Five, that we'll talk about all the time. Four, three, two, one. Answer is Satine. Satine. Oh all right, God. let's see. I thought you said saltine for a second. I want to get one that I know both of you guys know, and just let's see. I'm gonna go home and watch that movie. I love that movie. Um, you guys might know that. Can you get rid of it? He's getting, no, I'm trying to find one. You're rigging the game. I'm trying to one, find one that I know you guys will both know for sure and just see who's faster. How are, uh, how are you going to uh, presume uh, what it. we okay, know? Are we ready? In the movie, <laughs> in the movie, The Devil Wears Prada. <gasps> oh, God. Which actress starred alongside Meryl Streep? Anne Hathaway. Janu. That is, is a great movie. It's so yeah, buddy. All right. That's so good. So it's Josh versus Janu. In the championship round, uh, let's do three questions. Three questions, best out of three wins. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm not best two out of three. Is that what you said? I'm asking three questions. So okay. whoever wins two is the champ. Best two out of three. All right, here we go. Oh God, that's too easy. So. All right, I'll do the easy one to start. Oh come on, man. You know you don't have a buzzer, so you're gonna have to like. Make some noise. Fascinating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got all the buzzers. <laughs> Which character was the leader of the Pink Ladies in Greece? Rizzo. Janu. She's got her hand on the button. She had on the button. <laughs> yes, it is Rizzo. You didn't right. say I could it. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm going to ask a music question so it'll be fair for Josh because he's the music guy. You ready? I'll watch. You're going to ask him about. Just go ahead. What was the name of Florence and the Machine's 2009 debut album? Wait, I know. Th- I know this. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, I, mm. Do you uh, know? You know? I, maybe. I don't remember. But you have to it's wait. called. Okay, I'll wait. Neither one of you know. What is it? Something Dog Days. Yeah, it's something about Dog, dog Days. days it's called Lungs. Oh. oh, Dog Days was their second album. Oh, okay. Damn, that's the one damn. I thought of. I would have gone wrong again. Yeah, because that's the song that plays in my head when I think of here that day. She's got yep. such strong vocals. <laughs> Do you guys yeah, know anything like about Cher? No. That's a little old. I know Cher. I love Cher. Do you? Okay. Uh, is it a burlesque question? Is it <laughs> what a is Cher's last Cher name? Is it <laughs> no, it's like a... Oh, you know Cher's last name? I don't know Cher's last name. I didn't know she had a last name. Yeah, right? That's I don't think I believe that Cher had a first name. Like, I don't, didn't believe Dang, that's I some hard questions her, in here, dude. her first name. All right, here you we go. Ask them. Just, I'm just gonna ask whatever it is. Here we go. Which song by Tammy Wynette opens with the lyrics? Sometimes it's hard to be a woman. 
Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No Googling. No, no, no. He's channeling. That's nasty. What is it? Stand by your man? Yes. Aww, Josh winning. got one. Oh, oh, there's one more. I thought this is the championship. I don't know where that pin went, but I was so excited to get that one. All right, this is the championship. I'm just asking the question. Oh, God. Uh, who plays the character of the offered in the TV series The Handmaid's Tale? I don't oh, watch that show. That show's dark. I want to watch it so bad. I watched Con like, says two to watch it. I bet Con and refused to watch anymore because it's. I feel like it could happen. Yeah. I've what was the name of Carl Douglas' 1974 hit? Next. All right, it's a friend's question. Who's, who's faster? Oh, <laughs> now we're playing. <laughs> who's faster? Here we go. What is the name of the longtime barista at Central Perk? That's nasty. Josh? Gunther. That is correct. Josh Beard is the champion. Let me get that uh, that game show music. Don't let it go to his head. <laughs> All right. That game's hard. We should have. Does that mean we have to give Josh free like coffee and a T-shirt? Ooh, yes, started, actually, yes, I already gave yes, you. Yes. I already gave you a T-shirt. Congrats. <laughs> you, can, you can keep that. Um, I think you should. No, you, you should pay questions. me for that. <laughs> he gets a sticker. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you a sticker. Um, Janu, that was really fun. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I know you have to get up early in the morning, so I'm not going to keep you too much longer, but thank you for hanging with us. Uh, it was really fun. You guys check out Janu's podcast, Ranting Through Life Hacks for the Creative Soul. Life Hacks for the Creative Soul. Ranting Through Life Hacks. <laughs> Ranting Through Life. Soul. Life Hacks for the Creative Soul. Life Hacks for the Creative Soul. Yeah, I really should have wrote that down. I apologize. I'll do better next time you come on the show when you're super famous and bring lots of people with you. <laughs> Um, thank you so much, though, for joining the show. I hope you had fun. Thank you. Uh, I did. This is so much fun. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Thank you so much to our sponsors as well, uh, to Stephen Terry Pass Elimination. Thank you to Upscale Roofing. Thank you to Good for Dudes. I use Good for Dudes. I've been using it for like two months. I noticed your head was a little more shiny when you came in. So mm. I, I put it on my head, and I don't know if I'm supposed to do that. Now, Ron Martin, who is the owner of Good for Dudes, will be on the show the last week of April. I'm going to ask him if it's okay that I've been putting it on my head. And he's literally going to say, no, Nick, please. Because on a bald guy, where does your face end? Think about it. <laughs> where does your face end? <laughs> where does your face funny. end? That's your hairline. And your head begin. I, mean, I don't have a hairline. Uh, yeah. I. So know, when I put on the face lotion, it's just. It's skin. Like, I don't. It shouldn't matter. I hope right? it's going to be okay. Are you, you trying say to go that, but like, <laughs> Maybe it'll grow some hair back. That'd be cool. No, but the guys, thank you, thank, thank you so much to our sponsors, and also, of course, the listeners, everybody who watched live, everybody who, you know, was in the chat uh, participating. We appreciate it so much. Um, this live thing, it's probably, I feel like it's probably going to take a while for it to get off the ground. Um, I don't want to be discouraged by the fact that um, everybody watched the premiere, and then we didn't have that many people for the last two episodes. But hey. Um, Nah, it's, it's quality, not quantity. Yeah, I, no, 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 I agree you, with that. Yes, we've had yes. a constant, uh, no less than five people That's good. watching it. And I appreciate those five people. And there's probably some people who didn't watch it live who came in after the fact and um, played from the beginning. For sure. If you listen to the Smells Like Middle-Age Spirit podcast, if you watch it, like we can't thank you enough. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, you're the reason we get together and do this crazy thing every week. And... Um, we hit a milestone. I almost forgot. We hit a milestone. Uh, we've exceeded 10,000 downloads. Yay. And our goal was to do that by the end of the season. 
because we had a couple of thousand to go before the season started, and we ended up getting it three weeks uh, into it. So yeah, boy. Yeah, congratulations to you guys. I I I, I thank you. Um, congratulations to you guys. It's I couldn't have done it without y'all. High fives all around. I was about to say we can actually do it. He gets a fair one. Okay, yeah. you're muted. <laughs> <laughs> rude um but yeah so i mean we this is this is what we love to do um we we enjoy bringing the show to you guys every week so if you're enjoying it please subscribe like share tell your friends and if you guys want to support the show once again go to spirit swag uh, t-shirts even stickers are like five bucks every everything you guys um buy from the store is going to go right back into us putting the show out to you so we appreciate it very much and also once again the tip jar you'll find the link in the description of either the video you're watching or uh, whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on, uh, you can click on the tip jar and leave us a tip. We would love it. Just a tip. If you if you want to be old school and type in the URL, <laughs> it's bit.ly slash just a tip TX. That's right. Alrighty. Thank you, Naomi, for making it much easier than it was because it was like 20 characters long before that. But um, I think that's going to do it. Anybody else have anything to add? What do you want to tell the people? Janu, this is... Your last couple seconds on the Smells Like Middle East Spirit podcast. I, well, I just want to say thank you guys for having me on. I've had so much fun with you guys tonight. Sweet. Like y'all are so fun. It's been fun. I knew you guys were so fun because I listen to you guys' podcasts. Yeah. But so don't cuss fun. us out in the morning when you got to get up at like three. No, it's, it'll be fine. Okay. Okay. We'll I'm gonna you, die tomorrow. We'll, like we'll this send is you some actually clothes. the last time anyone's ever going to see me. But in spirit, well, at least we got like, video. this is the last time anyone's gonna see me. Like. <laughs> Go like listen to the podcast ranting through life dot or, or ranting through life dot com and like you know you'll you'll have that memory of me and you'll be legendary <laughs> post more always Ooh. there and I'll always will, be there. You'll uh, you be infamous at that point. Yeah. Uh, you can literally <laughs> if you type in Janua Lisa anywhere, I will. It's me. It's, it's yes. Me. It's Do me. that. Look her up. Follow her. Listen to the podcast. Yes. It's great. We appreciate you being here so much. Um, it is it is our pleasure to have you here, and we hope we'll do it again. All right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 60, Unleash Your Creative Soul. Thank you so much to our guest. I'm going to get us out of here for the best producer in podcasting and the queen of podcasting, Naomi Richardson. My name is Nick Stevenson. We will see you next week. You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to visit spiritswagstore.com for everything you need to rep your favorite podcast in style.